Good morning and welcome as we continue our daily Bible reading today. Today is Friday the 9th of October and we're going to be moving to the Gospel of John. There are four accounts of the life of Jesus in the New Testament, John being the fourth of those Gospels. And uh, let's delve right into that word. Notice how John begins his Gospel uh, very differently than the other Gospels. He says, in the beginning, uh, John ties himself to the to Genesis, the same beginning words of the of the first book of the of the Old Testament, and, and and he sets the stage for who Jesus is. He says Jesus is God. He's been around from before the beginning of time. He is eternal, um, but he is he is unique, a very unique kind of God. He's God become flesh, uh, and he describes Jesus as the Word, uh, which is a very ingenious uh, kind of way to do it. Um, if you want to know what God is like. If you don't know what God sounds like, you listen to Jesus and you look at Jesus. He's the word. How do we communicate with each other? We use words the way God communicates to us. God certainly doesn't need the and, and have the same language that we do. He's God. Uh, but yet he comes in into flesh for us and, and he speaks to us in a way that we can understand. And, and he comes down in a form that we can understand too. He becomes like us. So the word becomes flesh. And, and so if you want to know about God, you, you listen to Jesus and you look at Jesus, he's, he's like that. Um, and so he describes to us the, the eternity of Jesus. But then a little bit later in the chapter in verse 14, he says, not only is he God, but he becomes flesh. Look at verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And he says, and we have seen his glory. How do, how do we experience something? How do we know something? We've got to see it. Um, they say, I, I, I want to see it. I want to see proof of it. Uh, well, God gives us proof in his son, Jesus. He becomes flesh and he dwelt among us. Uh, John describes also in that chapter too, uh, kind of encapsulates the whole ministry of Jesus and tells us the kind of reception that Jesus is going to get in the world. Jesus comes to his own, he says early in the chapter. Um, that's us. Uh, we're made in the image of God. We're made by God. He comes to us. But unfortunately, we rejected him. Uh, but yet, everyone who, exceed, who, who received them, received him, um, is uh, becomes a child of God. He gives us the right to become the children of, of God. Um, and then uh, John goes on to describe how when Jesus comes into this world, he sends someone ahead of him who prepares the way for him. Uh, there's been a lot of people in our lives who prepared the way for us. I was blessed to have Christian parents who prepared the way for me. They baptized me when I was a baby. Uh, they kept, they brought me up in the faith. They they taught me at home and they brought me to church so I learned about my Lord. Um, Jesus has someone who prepares the way for him uh, in all of our lives. And John does that uh, for his ministry. And John points exactly to who Jesus is. He says, um, obviously people were looking for for some kind of a, some kind of a savior. John says, uh, I'm not I'm not the Christ. Uh, they ask, are you Elijah, are you the prophet, all of that. They're looking for someone. We're looking for, for hope from God. We're looking for something outside of ourselves to, to give us some kind of peace. And Jesus is that answer. He's that one for us. So John points to Jesus. And again, he ties him to an Old Testament image. He says, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Now, if you go back to your Old Testament, you know about the Lamb, the Passover Lamb, the one um, who carries the sin of the family, who's, who's executed, who's killed. The blood goes on the doorpost. And because of that, the angel of death passes over us. Jesus is that perfect lamb who goes before God. He offers himself as a sacrifice for us. And because of that, um, uh, the, he's the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. 
And then Jesus begins his earthly ministry, and we see something very unique about Jesus. Jesus goes and finds his disciples. We don't find God. God comes to us. He finds us. His Holy Spirit searches us out, and, and he comes and finds us. Thanks be to God that that's the truth, because we wouldn't find him on our own. Um, and so Jesus goes, and he finds his disciples. Right away, they can see something unique about Jesus. Nathaniel recognizes that Jesus knew him before he before Nathaniel ever knew Jesus. And, and Jesus comes to him and tells him and, and others uh, that he's going to be using them uh, in ministry, much the same way that God uses us. We are disciples of Jesus right now, too. We've been called by him, and we have a mission to carry out, too. Uh, we'll read more about that mission, too, but, but God bless you as you dig into that word. Uh, John's a little more of a heady gospel. Um, he really makes us think. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God is, is how he starts out. Um, so he's going to tie us to the Old Testament, like I said. Um, John loves his words, uh, words like word, <laughs> light, darkness, his contrast, things like that. Um, so we'll get a chance. And, and in John, we get to hear the most words of Jesus. We actually get to hear uh, what, what we believe, inspired by the Holy Spirit, John wrote down, uh, because he was an eyewitness of Jesus. He was one of his disciples. He was able to do that. And, and so as you read that, we get a real treat of getting a lot of words of Jesus. So God bless you as you dig into the Gospel of John. Uh, take everything you know from Scripture. Uh, bring that all together. Let it all inform you about what John is teaching about and, uh, and dig into the Word. Mind that Word. God bless you.